who has had who had the biggest impact on the person you have become? This is a tough question that's for me. Easy. Cool. Yeah, that's a very tough one. Mm. I mean, can't I really. I say my mom. Like hands down. My mama. Like who's fed me? My mama. Who made sure I go to school? Which was literally just crossing the street. <laughs> my mama. It was like my mom really held down the fort, and like even though I'm not the the youngest kid. In the family, I have a little sister. I'm I'm the baby of the family. You're the Damn. baby. <laughs> Which is why I will say my mom has <laughs> had the biggest impact and she loves me the most. That's sweet. Damn. <laughs> okay. Shout out shout out to all the moms in the world. Yeah, shout out to all the moms out there. Hey everyone, welcome to the show. <laughs> so I we for real. We we talked we didn't really say much, but we were talking to ourselves basically Skip for the, the past, for the past um like two minutes or something because I thought I pressed record and then I'm like hmm you know I looked at the computer screen and um I'm like wait why isn't it oh I forgot to hit record um you know how it be it's a Saturday night um welcome to the show hosted by Michael and Mikael today we have a guest his name is Mario he's been on the show a lot of times already um probably the most appeared guest in like our, the history of on my mind so there you go um <laughs> Uh, he's on soundboard duty tonight and uh, just a little quick introduction for those who don't know him um, Miguel and I met him uh, The summer before our freshman fall. He was quite the character I remember he liked to come up with nicknames for himself that weren't his actual name and that's how he, he would introduce himself to strangers um, with like I, I remember Timothy D was a classic um, He's he's also like just super funny. He's super chill. He's from New York. Um, he dances. He's you know academically determined. I think is the word I used earlier. Um, and you know he's he's cuffed up. He's kind of settled down now at Bowdoin, and um, we have him here on the show today. Welcome, welcome back. Hello, y'all. Well, in the previous. I guess unrecorded part. A lot, the last recording. Yeah. So, I was just saying how like I'm just sick and academic, <laughs> academic wise, it's like work piles up. A lot of my friends like work piling up. It's okay. We have two weeks left. All the stress is gonna like. It's gonna be worth it. We're just gonna go home, relax. That's the hope. Yeah, that is the hope. But we gotta put in the effort first, and personally. I'm a little stressed, but that's okay. I'm going to take time out of my day to come back on the podcast as I am doing right now. Yeah, how, yeah. how are y'all doing? How is, like, the stress going? Could be better. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, I actually got my water. I am not necessarily swamped, but I do have a lot to do. Um, I have to, to edit a film for final project. I have to write. Two papers. Uh, I have to do presentation on Monday, and then I have to take an exam, a final exam, eventually. So, damn. Then on top of that, I also have to do editing. Um, what else? What else? What else? <coughs> I also have to work on my application for study abroad. 
You gotta so. look so tense right now. I just want to point that out. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, I just, I'm just, <laughs> he's I, like twiddling with the microphone <laughs> cable <laughs> or the headphone I'm cable. I'm thinking about everything, and then it's it's just crazy. It is, it is overwhelming. So oh, yeah, and also I don't want to get sick again either. So that's also, yeah, I'm gonna be masked up for the remaining two weeks <laughs> because I'm playing no games. Now you oh, might you said masked up. Yeah, I'm gonna be masked up. Like I already was doing that, like for the duration of this week. Here's an exception. I I left my mask in chamber. That's okay. Hmm. But Michael, how's how's your stress going? Um, I'd say I'm in like a pretty nice spot. Um, where I I do have challenges ahead of me, but I'm not too worried about them, and um, I'm very very confident that I can get my way through the week but you know um we we have one more week of classes then we have a quick like five days for reading period and then finals week um and then we'll be out of here and that's that's honestly the, the end the end goal on the thing that i'm looking at the most um i'm excited for the most i didn't get to go anywhere for thanksgiving break or for fall break and so i was kind of just here um and i'm very very ready to leave brunswick maine i mean it's a charming place but after a while especially during the the cold dark winters it's just it's it's not the place you want to be when you live in southern california you know so um that i'm very excited to be going home i do have like two projects to work on and some assignments and exams to get through but overall i'm feeling i'm feeling pretty good definitely like i said ready to to leave though (laughs) <laughs> yep I don't know I, I, I'm i ready to leave too but also there's this like lingering just feeling that you know how like when you go like when you don't have anything planned for the break you kind of yeah. just sit in your mm-hmm. house and do nothing <laughs> I'm, I'm kind yeah. of afraid of that I mean obviously I will try to find stuff to, I, I, I have things to do over the break Obviously, I got to get my financial aid stuff together. Yeah, like I have, mm-hmm. to, I have to like do FAFSA or whatever. Um, do all uh, do financial aid. I have to um, do my applic- a couple of applications <coughs> over the break. But you know, it's just like weird, like transitioning from being like busy all the time to all of a sudden you have like nothing no, to do. You don't have yeah. any classes. You don't have yeah. any like really obligations. In terms of like scheduling, um, so I'm, I don't know. I feel weird about that. Do well, you, what's up? Well, I was gonna ask a question, but you can finish your thought. You can ask me the question. I was gonna say, do you feel like you you work best on like like like? Do you feel like you need a routine yes. or like like an agenda? You know, it's like, all right, here's the things I need to get done through the day. Kind of like a checklist. And as you go through the day, just kind of. Yes, yes, that is how my life works. Without that, my life would not work. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that's why I really, I mean, as much as I like to poop on. <laughs> poop. That's a strong word. <laughs> I think I have to censor that. There you go. As long, you know, as much as I like to say that I, you know, don't like work and that work can be too much. At the same time, it's nice because it, you know, it allows me to structure a lot of things and, you know, Mm -hmm. just being busy. Mm -hmm. I think it's a good thing. Obviously, you don't want to like burn out or anything. I'm not, you know, I'm not like 
there's you know how like there's that toxic hustle culture where like you have to be like go 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 all the time or whatever yeah and like basically like, me in high school like, tear, your, <laughs> tear yourself apart just to you know have a 4.0 gpa on god i didn't um, even get a 4.0 <laughs> so it's like obviously i i'm not that i'm not trying to advocate for that type of mentality but you know i just think that you know having a routine and just you know doing doing what you like to do in terms of you know, <coughs> academics and and extracurriculars is pretty good even if it gets a little bit you know busy or hectic i think yeah. as long as you stick to it yeah i would say that i do love the routine aspect of Bowden, but <laughs> while i do love that aspect it's also i got i feel like i got screwed over this semester with the scheduling that Bro. i got after <laughs> after like round one and round two of registration at like four classes like every monday wednesday Oh wow! <laughs> and, classes yeah. Monday, Wednesday, and then you have labs too, right? I have I have a lab on Thursdays. Pray for um, this man. <laughs> but next semester, oh, I also had bad luck. I got into two half credit courses, which is gonna be like nice and like decreasing stress. But at the same time, I didn't get into like um this other science course besides organic chemistry that like. I really wanted to get into in order to make study abroad possible. Mm-hmm. And I asked, I emailed a professor talking about like, if I study abroad and take this class, would it count? And then he said, he said, no, something along those lines. Mm-hmm. It's like, dang, now I really have to like wait and worry about getting into like a certain class so I could go study abroad or else I'm going to stay here. And that is not the vibe. What are you minoring in? Um, I'm not minoring in anything. I'm just trying to do a major. Like, that's just that's the that's the point. That's how I go about things. It's just like you just need a major in the end of the day. It's nice to like shout out to those who go the extra mile to double major or like pursue a minor. But it's like I rather that sounded wrong. <laughs> That sounded like some R. <laughs> yeah. Kelly stuff. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. I'll just... I'll, I'll sit in my corner with my cinema studies minor. <laughs> Don't worry about yeah, this me. This man's not trying to figure out his major. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. There's... I mean, I, I just think it's kind of, like, interesting how we're, we're pretty much expected to kind of have, like, our, the idea of what we want to do with our lives by 20 um, when we, like, declare. Yeah. Um, well, I feel like most people would be 20 by the sophomore year of college. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I, I, I've always kind of in, in the sense of when you don't know what you want to do, I always kind of focus on trying to like set myself up for as many opportunities as possible. Um, which is kind of like the idea behind me going computer science and education, like coordinate majors. Um, cause it's like, if I want to teach, I can do that. Or like, if I want to go into computer science, I can also do that. Um, and there, and like both fields have such like diverse options. And that, that was kind of like the idea with kind of going with that major. And I think that's what I'm going to declare in terms of like a minor, I might minor in math, but I'll have to take a look at all the requirements and stuff and see Mm -hmm. what I'll have to do. Um, Because I'm going to be taking a bunch of math classes anyway. So, um, I don't know. I just just think it'd be 
kind of nice to have that little extra sense of achievement. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's like really taking thing. advantage of the, the four years that we have here. Um, and I mean, I came in, I didn't even consider education when I first came in as a first year. Um, and, and now it's kind of like I'm dead set on it. So that's I don't know, like, like it's kind of interesting to see the path to like how we get to these, like, like when we make these decisions. Well, what brought you to that decision? Um, the fact that my advisor was an educate, like he's the head of the education department here at Bowdoin. Um, and I, I took an education class this semester, um, which is like the intro level course, but I kind of like, I, I would say it's one of my favorite classes. I can't say it is the favorite. I know we only have four, but like, <laughs> um, it's definitely hard to choose because like when you're taking classes like math and then education and then computer science, like it's, they're all like appealing in their different ways to me. Um, and so it's very hard to kind of place classes on top of each other um, or like rank them over each other. <clears throat> but um, I I would say like taking that education class and like the conversations we have here or we have in that class, um, like it just really makes you think. And I've definitely had a lot of times where like I reflect on my educational experience from K through 12 and being like, okay, now I kind of have a better understanding of like why things were and um, kind of also a little bit um, concerned, <laughs> you know, cause like education is like such a weirdly like controversial area yeah it's it's, it's very politicized um here in the united states for those who are right yeah yeah um which by the way that reminds me actually um i wonder if i can access it through here but um we we have a, a like a spotify wrapped for the podcast oh okay yeah um copyright. I, I took a look at this and i was like i want to do this on the show wait michael what this up? is like fully copyrighted music. What do you mean? Well, no, because it's like, actually, I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, here's, um, we've created 2,341 minutes this year. Um, and that's more than 94% of other creators in the category of leisure, which is what we're categorized as. Oh, so like we make way more minutes of content, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so let's explore our rap. I this is something I I like totally forgot I wanted to do, and then you talking about other countries reminded me because it talks about that. Um, twenty twenty two. Also, I don't think there's any volume for this, so we're just <coughs> going to kind of read you yeah, we'll like what's happening. Let me. Does that is that a better view? Yeah. On my mind, the podcast. Your rap has arrived. Jump in. Uh oh. Whoa! In 2022, you, you did, did your, your thing. thing. Okay, people the, loved it. The people loved it. Wow, this is going by so slow. <laughs> These transitions. You created 2,341 minutes of new content. That's more than 94% of other creators in the leisure category. Yeah, these other creators don't got shit on us. Let's go. Oh. No, oh. you can cuss. It's okay. Oh, shit, okay. shit, shit. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you can't hear us, but we're clapping right now. Hey, clapping what? 
Wow. We really need like a coffee one. One episode really grabbed your listeners' attention. Can you guess your number one? That was the one with Weatherspoon. What's the interview game? The interview game was the number one. That's happened. Which one was that one? So this was, I did this last spring. This was before you were a co-host. Okay, yeah. I was like, I don't remember that. The episode 23, shout out to Andrew, Maya, Vilma, and Ricky. Um, that episode is really fun. We played the the job. I don't know if I haven't played that with you guys yet. No, uh, we should do it. <laughs> um, the, the I forgot what it's called. It's like the interview game with the cards. You, you got to. Yeah, no, yeah. Next week. I, for, I forgot what it's called. Next week. Next week. Um, oh, next week is actually going to be the finale of this season. If we're going to try to break up our. Basically, like the seasons go along with the semesters. <laughs> yeah. So, like you know, it's the end of the semester for us. So it's obviously going to be the end of the season. What is it? Um, season three. This is yeah, I guess. Well, season four, if you want to count the summer, those episodes are something else. But you know, <laughs> um, episode twenty three had one hundred and twelve percent more streams than our average episode, which is pretty cool. Um, that episode did pop off. <laughs> um, your podcast loves to travel. They really went all out with like these transitions for like yeah, it takes forever. It was heard in six countries. Your top five were the United States, Australia, Australia, Sweden, Brazil, and Poland. I was expecting Germany to be up here. Why Germany? It's probably it's probably YouTube only. Remember? No, like this was on the. Hold on, let let me. I'm bust out the the analytics. Wait, wasn't there more, or that was it? There's more. Hold on. Um, I forgot how crappy this wheel is. Like Germany takes up six percent of like our <coughs> listeners, but but they I guess they weren't. We lost them, bro. Maybe Apple Podcasts. I don't know. We lost them, dude. We lost them. No, because this data is based off Spotify. I think. Oh no, just kidding. Actually, that might be. That's what I'm saying. It's probably just through other platforms. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, this let, is only Spotify. This is only Spotify. Anyway, that's Poland. That one was mm-hmm. the interesting one that I didn't think we'd get. These transitions are so basic. Something magical happened between May 1st and May 7th. You had 225% more listeners compared to your average week. I believe that is around the time I shared the the interview game. (laughs) That would make sense. That would make sense. What are on my mind the podcast listeners like exactly? (laughs) This is actually scary. They're... People. <laughs> Calculating listeners' personalities. Oh. Your listeners' podcast personality is the, the devotee. This means that when your fans love a podcast, they really love it. They're quick to support new releases and play their favorite episodes over and over. So we have like. We had devoted listeners. Yeah, we have, what are they called? Stands. <laughs> <laughs> On my mind, podcast. Let's go. You've released 14 <laughs> video episodes this year. You look great, by the way. It's funny because we don't we don't show our faces. Yeah. <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> You're so funny. Oh my god, the lag. <laughs> it's good to talk it out. You created one poll and four Q and A's, and listeners joined in for a whopping <laughs> one time. Let's go. I think it was Sebastian. I pressured him to. Have you been working out? I have not, bro. I've not <laughs> been in the gym Me in neither, like many bro. months. Uh, 
Yeah. Your podcast <laughs> saw a lot of gains this year. We got an increase in hours by 286. We have an increase in streams by 268%. Um, we got double the listeners as they grew 200%. Um, and we got 187% more followers in 2022. Mm. We're growing. Yeah, we're you know, it's slow, but we're growing. Slow and steady. You're you and your team. fans have something special. Yeah, a personal <coughs> relationship. That's what that is. I love you guys. You guys are amazing. You guys are my best friends. <laughs> <laughs> you brought that sugar code in anything. We are the number one podcast for four people. Okay. Yo! We are a top hey, five podcast hey. for 13 people. And we are a top 10 podcast for 17 people. Yo. That's actually wild. Shout, Shout out, out to, to you guys. You guys the four know. people who have us as your number one. It's amazing. Imagine yeah. being able to connect with those four people. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Sorry, though. <laughs> <laughs> on my mind, the podcast. Thank you for sharing your podcast with the world. No, imagine, but. That was a cool oh, effect. Imagine yeah. if there was a way to connect with those four people. Have them on the show. That'd be fun. If Speaking you're one of, of those sharing. four people, put a comment down below. Contact and, uh, us on Instagram yeah. at OMM the podcast. Contact us and we'll try to yeah. And this is just like a Spotify rap thing. I want to click the share button. <clears throat> Not you just have to click it. This is cool. I mean, I as like a computer science kid, like I know that there's JavaScript behind this like thing, where like depending on where your mouse is. It'll kind of, yeah. I don't know. It's just cool. I don't know. I, if then, <laughs> thank you, Mark. If move melts, then do stuff. follow. Anyway, yeah, it's like we have some crazy Ireland. <laughs> I clicked the wrong one. Okay. Anyways, um, yeah, Ireland, Ireland, Vietnam, Vietnam South Africa, Guyana, Portugal, Mexico, India. Netherlands, UK, Australia, Brazil, Germany, and the US are all um, like countries that we have listeners in. Yeah, I wonder like how many. Oh, guys. I see. Look, 67% of our listeners use Apple Podcasts. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. I wonder, I don't, I, I mean, if Apple Music doesn't do like the rap or whatever, yeah, I doubt cool. podcast. Yeah. They're not cool. Like if you Spotify. use Spotify, you're superior. It's a fact. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, that's leave a comment right. down below. Which, we have uh, streaming platform is superior, either Spotify or we have music. over a thousand plays. Yeah, seven plays per episode on Current average. Balance zero dollars. <laughs> Let's view my wallet. <laughs> zero. I could like turn on subscriptions where like if people want to subscribe to the show, like Twitch subscribe, they can. Oh, bro. They, they can like pay like five dollars a month for. Yep. Yeah, for well, like, like bonus content or whatever we might do for perks. Bro, we only have four devoted <laughs> people. <laughs> and I, I, maybe one of them would pay, but I don't know. Personally, though, I feel like we're not at that level yet. When I can dedicate more time to this, which may never be ever, yeah, but you know. College. Yeah, because we're, we're pretty busy. On my mind, featuring my computer science co-workers down the line. Yeah. Anyway, Mario's the guest, so um, that was a cool little <laughs> segment. I forgot what we were talking about before the rap. I just remember you brought up different countries, and then I was like, "Oh." Um, I, for, I, I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. 
Um, anyway, so Mario's the guest, so today we're going to be asking him some interesting questions, and I feel like these can be for anyone really to answer, but I got a, I got a random topic generator and conversation starters. <laughs> Bye, capitalize my title. <laughs> my title's in red. Uh, anyway, Let's talk so business. today we, we have options to do topics for anyone. For business, for couples, for family, and for essays, um, I. Um, w- which one do we think is going to be like the best? Why don't we spin a wheel? <laughs> we we doing that? Yeah. Instead of spinning a wheel, we can do like the random number generator. I mean, I was thinking. I mean, because if we get couples, then <laughs> I go through, like, how is that going to correspond to our guest? I have no idea. Romantic relationship. Four. We're family. Family. Yes, we are family. Yeah. What word or saying from the past do you think should come back, Mario? Um, I feel like you know a lot of New York slang. No, I'm like I'm thinking since this has to do with family, that's a topic, right? Um, let's let's remove the topic from the the question. question. From the question. We're not your family. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. He <laughs> <laughs> just said okay. <laughs> oh. Hey. Anyway. Yeah. What word are saying? And you know, you guys can participate in the comments as well. Uh, let us let us know what word or saying from the past do you think should come back? Hmm. Um. Okay. So it's like. My mom, it's from my mom. It has to do with family. His I mom. feel like, I feel like the it's a Spanish word, coño. <laughs> like it. And what does it mean? It means like, JJ. And what's JJ? I'm not gonna say the whole word. <laughs> Vagina. <laughs> he just said. <laughs> okay, but like, anyways, it's um, a response to like. Something bad happening. That's like fuck. <laughs> yeah, like coño. That was very passionate. Fuck. And my mom says coñazo when something goes wrong, and then Whoa. I started saying it, but I haven't said it in a while. Yeah, it's like they just use a lot of curse words in my family, especially my grandma. <laughs> so funny story. <laughs> no, she uses derogatory words. Yeah, all right, all right. I'm not gonna talk. I'm not gonna talk about that though. Don't cancel Mario's grandma, please. Don't cancel Mario's grandma. Yeah, my grandma's gonna die anyway, so. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she don't even she don't even know how to use a Next phone. Next question. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, can you think of any technology that has only made the world worse? How about a piece of technology? Oh, okay. Answer the first question first. I think nuclear bombs have made the world worse. Fair enough. There's always these countries like talking of like talking about potentially busting out their arms and stuff like that in case that things head south. Like it's like so scary living in the times where like someone could easily well figuratively press a red button and then like everything gets nuked. Yeah. But as for a piece of technology that has made the world better, yeah. Is the iPad. <laughs> How so? Well, how has it made your world better? Yeah, specifically well, the iPad. The iPad, like, it brought me something that many toddlers are experiencing now. Like, I could like 
watch everything on like a slightly bigger screen mm. and like the school offers it for free and also it comes with the apple pencil mm. which which before mine's broke like i was constantly using i feel bad for the current Bowden students like they have the ipad mini it's like those baby tablets and stuff like that and i was like compare those those are actually toddler devices right there it's like <laughs> and then i saw like one of my mentees oh my gosh she was trying to read a text and like the words were so zoomed in it was like it's such a scam so we got it lucky with our with our regular superior ipad models and stuff yeah. like that i feel i feel like devices like the ipad and like that apple laptop or microsoft laptop i feel like it just offering those devices could bridge the gap between like poor people and rich people and like so i'm glad that these institutions like our college is offering that for the free for the free <laughs> for the free, for the free. <laughs> it just really makes it easier though mm -hmm. i do feel that like there's always a cost that comes with it like each each newer model is more expensive and that just like creates the divide between like poor people who are who are not getting the opportunity to come to a prestigious institution like Bowdoin. So it's yeah. like there's always a cost that comes with something great. And like that cost is like a greater digital divide. Mm. Gotta break a few eggs to make an omelet. Anyways. Um <coughs> do we even have the, the M1 chip or the M2 chip or whatever the fuck? We have the M1 chip. But like, the, what's it called? The new ones, the new I think, ones. also have the M1. Yeah, but the ones that the freshmen have. Yeah. I think those are M2. M2? Yeah, I think they also have like, their laptops have double the storage. The storage, yeah. I was ranting about this to my roommate earlier. Um, because the the new like Mac OS update like came out. Or it was like authorized for us to download from Bowdoin IT. And... I don't know about your guys' situations, but I'm already out of storage space on my laptop, so I can't download this update. So I got I got kind of screwed over. But um, I already vented about this. Basically, they, it doesn't make sense to like if you're giving us a laptop, right? Like for school, I feel like longevity should have been the priority. <laughs> and obviously, with longevity, it's like you wanna. You want to invest in the storage, but they invested in the like the memory, the CPU, RAM, yeah. um, because <laughs> our our laptops aren't the base model. The base model has eight gigabytes of RAM, and it also has two hundred and fifty six mm -hmm. gigabytes of storage. Um, but ours have um, sixteen gigabytes of RAM, and then two hundred and fifty six gigabytes of storage, and it costs the exact same to get. Mm. 8 gigabytes of RAM, 512 gigabytes of storage um, than, like, what we have. And I feel like the M1 chip will optimize the software enough where 8 gigabytes is definitely enough, um, especially for, like, most students' needs. And so, to me, I was like, it's kind of dumb to invest when they cost the exact same in, like, the, the power compared to getting more storage, which, um, you know, I mean, whatever. It's like, it's done. You play Minecraft in 16 gigs. 
Talk about equitable Bowden. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was the whole drama that came out like a couple months ago. Shout out to Bowden in IT. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah. Yeah, so. and then and then they they were like, "Damn, we messed up." So we're gonna give all the other students more storage, same power though. Yeah, it's it's equitable. Like even the rich people get a laptop, even though they could have easily afforded it. But I mean, they're kind of paying for like tuition here. So. Their parents pay their I'm tuition. Yeah, I'm I'm here I'm here because <clears throat> my skin is brown. <laughs> I can't say the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't say the same either. No, I mean, yeah, we already had that conversation plenty of times. If you want to hear about that, just like <laughs> listen to episode. like another episode. Yeah, listen to episode what three. F- okay, what's your favorite number and why? Oh, <clears throat> Mario, what's your favorite number? Can That's I guess? Th- yeah. Seven. That's basic. 17. No. 22. No. Uh, he's, a, he's a January kid, right? One. Yeah. <clears throat> no. Two. Three. Four. No, <laughs> no. Nah, all right, Mario. Right, what's your yeah. favorite number? Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Yeah, that's interesting. Why? Um, <laughs> why? <laughs> Tell us right now. Yeah, I don't know. I just always like twenty-five cents. Like the quarter always seemed appealing to me. <laughs> and also, yeah, yeah. it also aligns with the fact that we're graduating oh, two thousand twenty-five. Twenty-five. Yeah. <clears throat> And not only that, like, I'm pretty sure, like, age 25, like, us guys peak in strength, something along those lines. So I'm going to be at my strongest at 25, hopefully. I don't know. I can't really if that's true or not. I don't know. <laughs> I, I would maybe, I don't know. Someone, yeah, that's that, that part's probably wrong, but everything else, like, <laughs> <laughs> everything else, yeah. like, that justifies why my favorite number is 25. Yeah, no, I, I just found that interesting because my favorite number is also 25. But I was born on February 5th. That's where I get the 2 5. Um, I, it's just a number that keeps recurring in my life, and I've kind of grown to like it. Um, the podcast was released on originally May 25th, 2020. Um, which, by the way, I completely missed the two year anniversary not that long ago. Um, then the re-release came out on September 25th, 2021. Um, and that was when like this whole rebrand kind of started. Um, and that was, you know, 25. And then of course, like Mario said, we graduate 2025. Um, yeah, it's just a number that like, I, I wore number 20. I wanted to get 25 on my Jersey for ultimate Frisbee, but it was taken. So Damn, 23. The best, the next best thing. 24 was taken, 26 was taken. Uh, 25. I say my next favorite number is is 26 because I was born on the 26th. I was trying to remember when his birthday was. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, next question. Where would you like to travel next, bro? These are some of the most basic. Well, because it's family. All right, business. What animal? (laughs) What animal? Interesting. What animal or insect do you wish humans could eradicate? Hmm. You don't have to answer why. Just (laughs) which animal? Armadillos. (laughs) Okay. 
Um, no offense taken. Armadillo <laughs> <laughs> is just like deteriorated and turned into dust as we yeah, speak. It's gonna affect the ecosystem. <clears throat> the ecosystem, Mike. Ecosystem. The ecosystem. <laughs> Sorry. It's it's like what the it's like what the bats have. They have the ecosystem. What do armadillos even contribute besides just rolling around and like with their long tongue? They balance. Uh, I feel like every population. species has a purpose <laughs> in an mosquitoes. ecosystem. Mosquitoes, <laughs> mosquitoes really are just they're just like rebels, bro. Leeches. They only need us to get pregnant. <laughs> yeah, only the females bite us to get pregnant. Oh, this is interesting. What are you gonna do this weekend, Mario? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> well, this weekend you you can see I'm doing this podcast episode. <laughs> it's a it's lovely a Saturday, Saturday night, yeah. It's a Saturday night. And after I'm gonna have Fair, to like we have, we're gonna go party. We're gonna go get lit. We're gonna get drunk. And oh my god! Last night was a movie. Last night was a movie. <laughs> last night was a movie, bro. Yeah. Last night was a cinematic masterpiece. <laughs> what was your worst vacation experience? I'm going to my brother's place during winter break. Because I got COVID after I, like it's he tough. took yeah it's real tough. I always get sick during winter. It's okay, I'm used to it. <laughs> what can I do to help you achieve a goal that you might have in mind? Um, I don't think you can help me with finishing my paper. <laughs> but I guess you could be a supportive friend. Um, what is something you're obsessed <laughs> with? My girlfriend. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I love, I love my girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, he, he was keeping that, bro. He, no hesitation. <laughs> no hesitation. The moment I like read it out, this man knew exactly what to say. Yeah. It's a smart man. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, next topic. You should tell her to listen at 33, <laughs> at 36 minutes. 36 minutes? But what are some, if some, so some she of can the... hear you talk about armadillos, but then also say what she said. Okay. Or hear you say. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, what are the three best apps on your phone? These are way better questions than the family. Yeah, well, it's business. <laughs> I kind of wonder what mine are. Um, the most used apps is TikTok, because that's where I get my memes. Instagram, that's where I talk to my friends and also get memes. And Corsical. Corsical. That's how you get your life on track. Um, for me, I would say YouTube's my number one because I like watching YouTube. I got premium and that's Bruh. one of the, the best investments I've made so far because <laughs> I didn't realize how much YouTube I watch until, um, until, and I don't know, like, like I realized I fly by all the content without having to watch ads and stuff. Um, then I would say Instagram, um, because like... That's, I don't know, I, Instagram is cool. I, I like, I use it sparingly though. Like sometimes I'll have binges where I'm like on it for a couple hours and then I won't really touch mm-hmm. it again for a while. Okay. Um, and then my third one would probably be Spotify. Mm. Cause screw Apple music. Okay, Miguel, what are your, wait, so are we three doing like. I don't know, best well, apps according to me or best apps according well, the, to how to me those are th- those are like my top three apps that I both like I what do you even th- look those for? weren't my top three apps based on screen time those are just like my three favorite apps that I find myself doing know, using guess, most mm, does Spotify count as an app yeah sure 
I mean, I said it. <laughs> yeah, no, Spotify. Um, Duolingo's me. up there for me, too. That's one of them. Another one, oh, obviously YouTube. Um, <laughs> you guys have games on your phone? Um, wait, hold on. Let me check. I have Pokemon <laughs> Go, but I don't play. Uh, uh, do I also have Geometry Dash. I don't I play that up. either. I have Heads Up. I have Dead by Daylight. I have Among Us. I have Minecraft. I have Pixel Gun 3D. <laughs> this guy got everything. No, have he's, a mobile, he's a mobile gamer. Oh. Yeah. And yeah, that's about it. <clears throat> Hell no. Apparently you can't play that anymore. Yeah, you can't. Oh, do you text or call more? I text more. Why? It's like I lied. Wait, hold on. Let me think about this. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I text more. Text. I definitely text. Like calling people, like it's only you never know if they're gonna pick up. But like if you text, like at least you just wait for a response. I feel like that's better than like waiting for them to call back. You know I oh. <clears throat> what? What are you gonna say? Nothing. Go on. We go. Okay. Sorry, I'm just saying that's more for the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we gotta these ads. Unleash the holiday values. Um, I was gonna say, you know, there's people. <clears throat> there's like this sort of anxiety that people have when picking up phone calls. Do you guys <laughs> ever pick up like stranger phone calls, like yeah, numbers I'll, that you don't know? I also do prank calls. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> doubting himself. <laughs> Anyways, well, well, yeah, but like, there's, yeah. there's like this sometimes, like. Apparently, I mean, I don't personally have that. I, whenever a stranger does call that I don't know of, you know, obviously I would pick up because, you know, it might be, like, somewhat important or whatever. Um, but obviously most of the time it's just spam calls, so I just hang up. Um, but there's, like, people who, like, even if they know the person that's calling, they mm. would, like, hang up on them and then text them. What the <laughs> hell? Like, it's like, okay, apparently yeah. that's a thing. Oh, a lot of people do, and I'm surprised because you know, no. like I would wonder how many times that has that ha- like has happened to me, where I call someone, and then they just hang I, up with me for yeah. the sake of not wanting to call. I, me. I feel like I would only ever do that if I was like in class. Oh yeah, like if you're in class or something, I understand. But, like, sometimes there are like people have, but like like, like even if you're available, yeah, like, even you, if you're yeah. available, like there's that makes some sense. people have like anxiety, I, like yeah. the phone call. I also do like a podcast, so I, I'm not really afraid of a call. <laughs> Yeah, I like talking. Like to if people. Clayton Rose called me up right now, I would just answer it. <laughs> That's a very like, <laughs> weird example. Bro, <laughs> I don't know, it's I like off I the top of the dome, just <laughs> Clayton <laughs> Rose. Well, because it's like someone important. I don't know. Clayton Rose wouldn't Damn, call not a even minority your mom, like bro. you, Miko. You wouldn't call a minority like me. Yeah, <laughs> well, he definitely called me a couple of here, bro. Like, <laughs> um, honestly, I would never call my little sister. Like every time I try to call her, she's like, she uses the. J- Automatic message. Oh, it's like yeah. it says hold on, and then she never follows up. <laughs> <laughs> never follows up. Damn. Um, <clears throat> all right. What is something that app makers do that really annoys you? Mm. I ads. hate. <laughs> yeah, I hate ads. the ads. I mean, you gotta respect. You know, the grind. Know, people yeah. gotta get that back. Yeah, but like the ads are the worst. <laughs> like they just. That's like, not, that's why I'm like. <laughs> like. You, Premium do, everything, bro. You could do better with ads. Like, I, I would... When it comes to mobile games, this is why I don't play mobile games. Exactly. Um, I, I would definitely pay you $5 to have a game with no ads than to play a free game with ads. <laughs> and, you that, know, like, happens after every round of something. I just, I can't. Um, you know what? 
I hate like the app makers who go around promoting their apps on YouTube. Like they have like those videos, <laughs> Yo, like and like it has nothing to nothing, nothing, nothing to do with their with their own game with the gameplay that's in their apps, like Mafia City. Like starting off at level zero and then you become a level one hundred boss in the span of two minutes. Oh, oh what's that <laughs> and then one the gameplay app? is like so bad. There's this one app that like does skits mm. that they they're like self conscious about it too that they know it's stupid but like they play off of that. I, I forget like like there's I remember seeing one where it's like one of the guys like gets caught cheating or whatever. <laughs> And then he's all like, oh, yeah, but do you have a level 86 warrior or whatever? Oh, my God. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, I, know <laughs> I don't know what app it's for. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's for several. I mean, I don't know. I've seen, apparently, like, there are, like, celebrities look up, that are paid to promote these uh, apps. To yeah. That's a great one. So, the marketing. Yeah. You know, but, like, marketing low-key, like, works, though, you know? Because it's, like, yeah, like I, I guess it doesn't work if I don't remember the app no, <laughs> or, I like, think, didn't play it. It's just... <clears throat> it works I think in today's society it works it, you know really more or less they're targeted toward I mean I guess mm. these types of these types of ads that we're talking about or the apps yeah they're more targeted towards children so it's like right. you know they like <laughs> which is scary bro I know it's so scary it's like uh, that's that's the next generation and you know being fed this type of content <laughs> it's just like I'm I'm afraid <laughs> Bro, I barely, I barely had access to the internet. Like, I barely used the computer in my, like, the desktop in my parents' room. Yeah. And, like, I didn't have a phone until I was in seventh grade. So, like, I really thank God, like, I was not, like, getting scammed. Or, like, I had, like, these influences that are, like, oh, pay this amount and stuff like that. The, the free Clash of Clans <sighs> gems. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, free iPhone, spinning wheel. <laughs> I mean, they yeah. still do those type of scans, but, like... People are way more aware nowadays, unless like I don't know, like that's debatable. <laughs> I feel like if they're still up and running, kind of yeah, means something. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, crypto scams are so stupid. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they kind of just evolved. To yeah, crypto scams a new scam. That's a good question. What is your uh, biggest priority right now? Mm. Um, just making sure I get my work done in a timely fashion. Trying to make sure I go on vacation. Yeah, just make it to vacation, bro. Isn't it weird that, like, we consider vacation our homes now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that's true. <laughs> oh, it's like, man, you? I can't wait to go on vacation, a.k.a. my room. <laughs> yeah, oh, my gosh. Like, I actually, me and Miguel, like, we ran into someone Miguel and I. who has zero finals. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> well, he has one. And well, it's, it's, it's done on the 12. Mm. He's going to do it on the 12. After that, he's he's home. Yeah, I respect it. It's crazy how things play out. I feel like last year was like <coughs> it played out nicely for me last year, but like I feel like that's the only year it's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. No. I was gonna have. I was gonna have an exam on the eight on the eighteenth. Um, I'm leaving on the nineteenth. Oh, um, and and. Uh, where was I going with that? Oh, he made like a poll for everyone in the class and people answered and they wanted to take the exam earlier, like the week before. Mm. And like, so he's giving us that option. 
Um, cause I know like the, the registrar's office gives them like time blocks that they have to apply for. Yeah. Um, and it's like all in like a lottery system or I don't know how they do it, but, um, (laughs) Mario's dancing anyway. Um, (laughs) yeah. And so like, this is the first time a professor has ever like even mentioned taking an exam at an earlier date. Cause mm-hmm. like usually professors are like, you know, vacation is not an excuse for, <laughs> for taking the exam earlier, you know? Um, but this, this I, I feel like my professor is also in the same boat where he's just like, I just want to stop. But they live here though, you know? <laughs> well, they probably yeah. go on like actual vacations. Yeah. Yeah. Let shit. them go to the resort houses. Come they on. Now. Miami or some shit. You know, go anyway. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, wow. What is something popular now that annoys you? Mm. I feel like it's kind of hard to annoy Mario. Cryptocurrency. <laughs> well, you're I, wrong. Honestly, I f- is that still like a really big thing? Yes. Okay. It's yeah, like, t- tell me about it. Oh, like there was this recent thing with I Show Speed. And like they try to get him to advertise this cryptocurrency and he didn't mute his mic. And then the fans were also on the stream. They were saying L scam and stuff like that. And then the creator of that scam made like this shitty apology video that wasn't even apologizing. Like bro was saying, oh, like these bots and stuff like that. These trolls were getting in the way of something. He was like, oh, like I mean, well, with this project and stuff like that, like no, bro. Like you're just trying to scam people. I hate people that try to scam others and just walk away with a lot of cash. Like that's not even something that's like worth applauding over, even if they are, if they do succeed in doing that. Yeah. <clears throat> How much time do you spend on the internet? Okay, let me check. <laughs> let me check my screen yeah, Check. I feel like <clears throat> I spend so much time on the internet. I'd spend a good amount of time. Whether it's doing like homework and stuff um it's kind of hard when you're a computer scientist yeah. to avoid screens um and youtube um texting people like i feel like everything's done on the internet these days do you do you fear that your eyesight's gonna get worse <laughs> throughout the course of your lifetime as you just stare into a screen probably yeah, yeah. i don't think i'd ever go blind but i can <clears throat> go blinder Blind. <coughs> More blind. Yeah. Um, I spend an average of six hours, <coughs> 36 minutes. Sorry, I'm sick, by the way. Um, on my phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not that much. It's still a lot, though. <laughs> what about your computer? Oh, I, I haven't checked my computer. Maybe because I spend more time on my computer than I do on my phone. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> who had a hat? Who had the biggest impact on the person you have become? That's Ooh. a tough question that's for me. Easy. Yeah, that's a very tough one. Uh, I, I, s- I say my mom. Like, hands down. Uh, like, who's fed me? My mom. Who made sure I go to school, which was literally just crossing the street? <laughs> my mom. I thought you went to school in Manhattan. Uh, no, no, no. Like, my elementary school was... Oh. My elementary school was literally across the street from my my building. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's not <clears throat> school. I know which one you're talking about now. Um, 
Who made sure like I was on top of my homework? My mama. My mom also got me into my my charter school. And she was the one who kept like bothering me to like do my work in high school. Like even though like my motivation was going down. It's because like the culture in my high school was like they're like not really fond of like education. It's like more so like hanging out and like doing some other shit. Which I'm not going to say. Being <clears throat> mischievous. Being mischievous, yeah. It's just like, people are just okay with just passing. Like, they'll go to summer school and just, as long as they just move on to the next grade, they don't give two dams. It was like, my mom really held down the fort. And like, yeah, she's the only parent that's really, I have a mom and dad, but like, my dad barely does stuff besides like, <laughs> I will say my dad really does stuff. He just walks the dogs. Shout out like, to Mario's dad. Yeah. My dad's still around. Yeah, my mom kept him around even though, like, I found out, like, he's cheated on her twice and stuff like that. Yeah, it's really tough. Like, I found out September 1st last year was when I found out my dad cheated on my mom. And then I was sobbing like crazy. It's just... Bro, do we gotta cut the episode? You good, bro? No, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling like this is way <laughs> personal, yeah. bro. Um, I'm good, but like, yeah, my mom is like the one I mainly try to make proud. Mm. Like, even though like I have two older siblings who've done the college grind already, and like they're pretty well off right now because they worked hard for it, I still want to make a good impression for my mom. And like, even though I'm not the the youngest kid. In the family, I have a little sister. I'm I'm the baby of the family. Damn. <laughs> Which is why I will say my mom has had the biggest impact, and she loves me the most. That's sweet. Damn. <laughs> okay. Shout out, shout out to all the moms in the world. Yeah, shout out to all the moms out there. And what about you two? Who, who do you think <laughs> has the biggest impact yeah. on the person you have become? I feel like, damn, there's That's, so many there's people. There's so many. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there are so many people. It's just hard to pinpoint it. To one person. Ah, uh, <clears throat> the biggest impact. Like, like I feel like it's kind of hard not to just go to my, my mom as well. Yeah. I would say <sighs> in terms of, like, <coughs> personal, you know, well-being, <coughs> probably my mom. Because, you know, like... Being responsible, you know, doing your thing, like your personal stuff, like whether it be like, I don't know, laundry or, or like taking care of yourself physically and mentally. I think that my mom has contributed a lot to that. Um, but in terms of like, you know, sort of my pursuit of goals and what I want to do in life, I think that um, that'd probably be one of my uncles who lives in Mexico, who I would visit every year before COVID. Um yeah, because, like, before that, I was, like, very, like, closed off in terms of, like, not wanting to pursue any opportunities whatsoever. I was kind of just, like, yeah, I was, I was very stubborn back then. Um, I didn't really, like, open myself up to anything, really. Um, but then once, you know, once I started seeing my uncle more and more, then that's when I started opening up myself to a lot of more, thi- like, new things and people and all of that stuff. And just you know how to how to navigate with other people, and just how to how to navigate life in general. 
Um, he gave a lot of insight on that. Um, and it honestly made me realize how much of an <laughs> asshole I was back then, too. Because I was pretty... I was pretty mean, not gonna lie. Like, I feel like you guys, if you if you met me when I was like in the freshman year of high school, I would you wouldn't recognize me <laughs> like at all, bro. But no, yeah, I feel like there there. I can't name one person, but I can name two people when it comes to mm. this. From so. Mikael, if you were with me in middle school, I would have ate your lunch. I probably would have like slapped you. <laughs> yeah, you would have just. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be hungry too during middle school. Like I would take, I would ask one of my friends if I could have his lunch, even in, even if he would say no, I would like take a bite out of it. Gotta sustain yourself, bro. <laughs> no, <laughs> but not at the cost of others, bro. <laughs> bro, I was so hungry, motherfucker, back then. <laughs> but yeah, what about you, Mike? Um. Uh, I I mean, aside from my parents, I feel like my parents kind of gave me like the fundamental values I have, um, just, you know, from their actions and kind of like how I was raised. Um, and, and like, aside from that though, <laughs> aside from that, <laughs> you might have to adjust the microphone to, uh, oh, okay, he'll just... No, you're, yeah. you're good. You're good. Um, <laughs> I I definitely had teachers who played a big part of my life, um, and also like a large reason that I have an interest in pursuing education as a career is because I've had such amazing teachers, um, <clears throat> especially in high school, um, and then also like my girlfriend now has played such a big role in kind of getting me through like probably what was one of the hardest times of my life back in 2020 damn it's two years ago and like i've definitely changed a lot since then um so it's like i have a, a bit of like a recency bias i'd say because my teachers and my girlfriend have kind of had the biggest impacts on the person who i am now um but like the OGs gotta be my parents. Mm -hmm. And then like, I've had some like awesome friends throughout the years too, um, who've kind of like influenced like things that I do. Um, and I'm lucky that I never really had any bad influences or, you know, the ones that were maybe questionable. I was able to like navigate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. No, I I feel you. I had plenty of bad influences <laughs> in my life. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm actually surprised, like, retrospectively, how, you know. Bro, I was a how menace. Was it, like, how I managed to escape that. Because, like, looking, like, in the moment, I thought that's who I was. You, you know what I mean? And, like, in the moment, I was like, this is who I am. Like, fuck everyone. Like, you know, like I, I, I don't want anyone else's opinion about who I am or whatever. This is who, like, you know, this is me. If you don't like me, then get the fuck out. <laughs> but, you know, looking back at it, I'm like, damn, like, I really, like, I am glad that somehow I opened my mind up to, you know. Oh, he said my mind. 
That's what's on my mind. Thank you, Mikael. No, yeah, I like Profound. open myself up to change, and I think that really did help a lot. Otherwise, well, I'd probably be in a very, very bad place right now. I never would have thought that you were like a mean kid growing up. You always yeah. struck me as like kind of shy. Like, shy. yeah, meeting Bro, you and stuff my, like that. My first impression of me go is I come <laughs> to the GCS house and he's like, can I carry your bags upstairs? I thought you were like one of the student workers or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you were just some other GCS that. dude. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I try to help. I think that helping people <clears throat> is probably one of the best things help, you can do. Help others yeah. for sure. Like, I know it sounds cheesy or whatever, but... Nah, bro. Like, it's, it's valid. It is valid. Like, you know, just helping other people. And and obviously, you know, doing it, you know, not doing it for really... Performative reasons. Performative reasons. Like, you know, like, fuck it. Like, you, know, you want to be able to help other people. Or like, I guess I have to do this. Yeah, or like, you know, for any sort of obligation, like, it just feels good. It just genuinely feels good to help people because, you know, like, if you were in someone else's shoes and you <coughs> needed help, you know, you would want it, right? Yeah. And... Sometimes, you know, like, you don't know how, how rough people can have it, uh, especially, like, yep. you know, if you don't really know them that well. And, you know, just being able to, like, lend a helping hand, I think, is probably one of the best things that we can do for each other and for yourself. So Yeah, and sometimes, like, it, it's 100% fine, like, how I go about it. Like, I feel like I will help people and, like, I feel like you shouldn't expect anything in return. It's just like, just you being a good person means that you're willing to set time aside just to help that friend. Like, yeah. like earlier, like I, like earlier I, today, yeah, this guy, I, yeah. he went out with me while it was raining and windy <clears throat> to 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 do a, a shoot for a film that I have to do for a final project, and you know, like he he, he what's it called? He stuck up. Yeah. Yeah. He showed up. We went down to the, the train tracks or whatever <laughs> we filmed and that was that and I really really appreciate it because you know without him I don't know how I would have come up with any other project so yeah, yeah. that was fun it was uh, fun yeah I just got super drenched and being drenched while sick that's not the vibe but <laughs> that's to be done yeah I appreciate the sacrifice Mario <laughs> is the title of the episode a true homie. Mario, <laughs> a true homie. Yeah. I like that. A true homie. All right, next question. <clears throat> All right, so what's the best way to discover new music? <laughs> just like completely Such flipping. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like... like I, feel, <laughs> I feel like how I discover new music is, is through memes. And it's like fair. so... Yeah, yeah. fair. <laughs> yeah, like I yeah. remember, like I never would have listened to Lil Yachty's like pull-in song. It wasn't like goofy memes. I was like... I took the walk to Poland. It's like so stupid. <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> after a few memes, like I'll, I'll just start saying it. Yeah, it's catchy. It's like those songs that are like, it, it makes no sense, but as long as it's catchy, like you just vibe with it. Yeah, I feel like lately <laughs> I've kind of been like on, on like a rediscovery, kind of, pattern where. I'm not really finding new songs that are like coming out now or, you know, getting popular now, but more so rediscovering songs that I've remembered being like into or kind of like that was around 
Um, you <laughs> don't <laughs> press that point. Um, yeah, but like, um, just kind of like, like I think I've not really listened, or like a lot of the new music that I've discovered were probably before two thousand. I don't know, like fifteen, sixteen. <laughs> um, and, and it's just like it, I, I think it's interesting because it's like I knew these songs. Right, like they, you know, they played on the radio. They were like, um, I don't know, in like stores and stuff. Like I don't know, it's just like a, like a bunch of different songs that like maybe I played on Guitar Hero a while back, and I'm just like, or my mom was playing while cleaning or whatever, and like things that I didn't really knew that I picked up and like learned to recognize until I randomly come across it one day, and I'm like, damn, that's a throwback. Kids by MGMT. Anyways. Dude, <laughs> I discovered that song because someone had put it on their story. And I was all like, yo, this is a vibe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I looked into it and I'm like, damn. <laughs> yeah, no, that's one of my favorite throwbacks ever. No, I would say <coughs> there are several ways the word. to there are several best ways to discover new music. Oh, right, that's one of the, them the is question. video games. Oh yeah, especially the old EA titles, like FIFA, FIFA, NBA. <laughs> also, not not just not just uh, Rocket League, Rock. <laughs> well, really oh. um, like the Need for Speed games. They have, <laughs> that was funny. The Need for Speed games, dude. They need for Speed, yeah. Gran Turismo, Grand Theft Auto, Grand Theft Auto. There you go. What is it in the car Indie? music? What, what's what's the fucking radio station? I don't know, bro. I haven't played. The last Grand Theft Auto I played was Vice City on the PS2. This is You know, like the radio stations. Yeah. Like, you'll be listening to the, what's it called? To Lady by Mojo, whatever they're called, while you're driving around Los Santos. Um, but no, yeah, video games, movies, and TV shows. <laughs> movies, yep. Yep. Better Call Saul. <laughs> Milestones by Milestone by Shook. Oh my gosh, can I play copyrighted music? No. Okay, <laughs> anyways. Um, music, so video games, TV shows. I was going to say something else, but I forgot. Um, I guess just like randomly browsing YouTube too. You know how like you get re recommendations for like random music videos? You know, you just click it and then, you know, all of a sudden it's just catchy to you or whatever. Yeah. Also, so, yeah. I, I also kind of sometimes <laughs> would just go back and listen to like old albums of groups that like, or when I discover a new group and then I listen back to their music that they made like a while ago. Um, and then from there, I kind of like discover new stuff. Um, that That's also kind of like a fun way if you have time just to like really sit down and just listen to a bunch of different songs that you may or may have not have heard before. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know for me, music is just like a fun thing. I always love getting like recommendations and stuff. Um, and I, I, I don't know. Like I, I feel like I can truly listen to anything. Um, except for that one South park. What, what was it called? The oh, stone God. park or whatever. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it had a weird title. Like, yeah. like I have, I do have like boundaries, but generally they're pretty broad, and like I, I can listen to most things. Do this in the country. I 
Some. <laughs> some country. I do, I do mess with some confess? songs. I do, I do mess confess? with some songs. Uh, it's called Radio Mirror Park. That's the radio station. Radio where, Mirror Park. Where I got all of my, or like, <laughs> pretty good amount of songs that I like. So, yeah, that's from DJ. But, um, <clears throat> no, yeah, and it's, I don't know, it's just, it's just scary to think how much music there is out there because, you know, you like to think that, you know, the music that you have with you now is like, okay, this is what I like. This is what I'm going to like listen to for the rest of my life. And then all of a sudden you find like a new song. You're like, damn, this is like, <laughs> <laughs> like, you just like go on a rabbit. Hole. Yeah. And then, yeah. It's just crazy how much music there's out there. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's what I think about music. music. Next question. Would you rather be rich and never find true love or be poor and find true love? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm already poor. Yeah, so we're already poor. Might as well, <laughs> like, might yeah. as well go down that alley. Nothing to lose. <laughs> now, what if my now what if my true love is get becomes rich? Then, like, I become rich by extension, even though I would technically. <laughs> He's thinking. Oh, <laughs> uh, why not be rich and find true love? That's why we go to college. That's why we find the opportunities that we. I mean, that's the idea, right? Mm. Social mobility. Um, especially for for us who come from lower back brackets of society. Yeah. <clears throat> um, it's the idea that's kind of like why we leave our homes. Um, and, and us, yeah. yeah, us gremlins, we're going to persevere. It's the American dream. <clears throat> Who's the funniest person you've met? Oh, Mario. I think I said Mario. <laughs> Mario, hands down, hands bro. Down. Not even a question. <laughs> I'd say the funniest person I met is Erickson. <laughs> he is pretty funny. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Erickson. No, he, I have no idea who this man is. <laughs> he stereotypes Miko 24 yeah. 7. He's, he's more on the edgier side of humor. Um, so, yeah, I, like, I can appreciate edgy humor <laughs> until someone gets canceled about it. Then I'm like, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't associate with you. <laughs> yeah, high, high school, like, I was kind of like a loner. And then, like, I met Erickson. And then um, Erickson, like, allowed me to open up more and. Like, my humor <laughs> is, like, very similar to his. So, but, yeah. like Miguel said, he's a little more edgier than me. Yeah. <laughs> if I, don't you, know, if, <laughs> I don't know if we really get through here. On a regular day. <laughs> he just, like, loves, he loves poking fun at people. <laughs> yeah, he, he's, yeah. He's like that. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, next question. Um, Where are you going? <coughs> time freezes for everyone but you for one day what do you do <laughs> for uh, one day you have 24 hours you have 24 hours but everyone else I see I see stops okay it's a very good question I don't know wait hold up so Rob time freezes Pink. for everyone don't find out that money is missing and I feel like it happened in an instant I don't know what happened to it the cameras can't pick up on that it's like the flash well everyone freezes (laughs) but do the cameras freeze I would assume so like time yeah cause like if they record in like 60 (laughs) fps they don't record in 60 fps let's say they do (laughs) okay Electricity takes time to like run. Well, like, like, how many frames <coughs> would you need 
if you simulated a day in one second. Bro, look, like not even a second passes. Time well, is frozen. Is, it's just, this is such a, like, this, like if we were talking about this scientifically <clears throat> or like theoretically in terms of like theoretically. Like can cameras capture, physics. like like slow-mo cameras, like can they capture you? Oh my God, wait, hold on. Because like I feel like in regular cameras you might just, like if you were to appear it might just be like, <clears throat> like invisible to our eye. No, you can't do any. You can't really do much. Like you can't like really use your technology. <laughs> I would sleep. <laughs> you can't use your technology. That's probably what I would do. I would just like have a day where I do nothing, like absolutely nothing. I feel the like that's a boring answer, do, though. Well, I mean, what yeah. can you do? Like you just walk around, and, like yeah. see everyone frozen. I feel like it's also kind of boring if you don't really know what you're doing. Uh huh. Like this is something you can't really. Like I feel like. So when it's in the lifetime, you can record people being frozen and like you walking around mm. while you're being frozen. Like, but what if your camera but your technology just like doesn't, doesn't work? work. Well, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. <clears throat> oh shit! So it's like you're just so doing. Does light like not travel? Like exactly. Like would like how would this work? What? Like, how would you just define physics? Work? Exactly. It's just like, like, thinking about this way. You're literally too. moving faster than light at that point, and then like wait, literally. If, wait, look. If everything like <laughs> if everything resumes right. And then you have already like traveled that distance. Like energy is gonna like catch up and stuff like that because energy is conserved. You think like the force would like kill yeah, it's you? like yeah. I think the the force would be like you you decimate the whole area. Yeah. What if like the planet freezes too? Like because you know the planet is in constant movement around like so like orbiting the sun and then so like the orbiting the Milky yeah. Way. So like if time just freezes right now, and you're the only thing moving. Then you're gonna be like launched. I don't know however however fast the Earth is going to outer space. So it's like, what are we talking about? Here? You just get you just get yeeted. That's it's so just like because you have like right twenty three yeah. hours. Oh, <laughs> that was the lightest sensor. Oh yeah, that was the one. So it's like you know, like talking about like. Because if the Earth freezes too and like frozen in time and space, then you're just gonna go flying. Because of all that the is, all this the is like a have. I, I, any physicist out there, like let me know. Leave a comment down let, below. Let me know. I'm happen. very interested. Like what happens? Like does your energy, like, because well, like it requires you need energy to move, right? Yeah. But like, energy I believe is based. Maybe it's somewhat related to time. So like if you don't have time. Like, for example, your velocity, right, is based on the distance you travel per second. Yeah. It's like it, it's measured for the most part in meters per second. Yeah, per second. There's zero seconds. That's exactly. Impossible. So so it's like you define logic, like, like your velocity would be crazy, like high. And like, what are the impacts of that on the rest of like the world? Infinite you? speed for real. Yeah. Um. That'd be that'd Maybe be a, comment down below. That'd be a fun. It's a little fun like thought experiment. Anyways, next question. What is the last thing you purchased? Okay. Let's see. The pancake count. I think <clears throat> I, I helped buy the pancake mix and stuff yesterday. Look at iPod. What is But the last thing I bought for myself. I think it's an external hard drive for my computer. <laughs> I don't know. I actually don't remember. No, I know I paid for a membership recently. Dude, my shit fucking uh, has no mem like space. Yeah. Sad. The last thing I bought was a membership for a gym. Oh, sick. Like the monthly subscription. Mm -hmm. 
So. Oh, last thing I bought was like I shared. Oh, I Venmoed Diana money for a bus ride back to campus. Yeah, had to get back on on this boarding yeah. campus. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> time to get politically charged. <laughs> Man, okay, I, like, Michael. I, I do not like this question. <laughs> Just then generate a new one, bro. No, we have to answer this question because he's, he's an education Damn it. coordinate major. How, how can governments make education more efficient? I don't like this question because it's like, what do you mean more efficient? Yeah, more but efficient like, for them or more efficient <sighs> for the children <laughs> or like the people. This is too vague. These are too very different. This is like such a broad, like, like anyone can interpret it a different way. Yeah. <clears throat> Next question. And it just doesn't make any sense. And by the way, I feel like if change were to happen, I, I wouldn't know uh, about the funny. government. Uh, do you prefer fiction or nonfiction books? I don't read. Me neither. I used to read <laughs> once upon a time. Um, that was such a bookworm, dude. Like elementary school me was built different. I would read like gotcha. I don't know if you guys ever had um like AR points. Oh yeah. AR points. Like your reading level? Yeah, yeah, like that. So basically um a oh, accelerated reading. Accelerated reading. Yes. Yes, yes. Um where you take a quiz for like a book and then you get points based off of it and then based on the books that you read <laughs> and like a test that you take you get assigned like a reading level and i remember in fifth grade i was at like at 11 point something which meant like the 11 stood for the grade you were at so like 12 was the highest you can go and then the point was how many months into <coughs> that like year you were in so like 11.9 would be like I'm nine months in to like being a student because I think that's how long the school year is. Um, Cause then you have three months for summer, you know, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, and so when I was in fifth grade, I was like an 11.4, 11.6, something around that range. Um, and that's just because I, I read a lot, <laughs> like a lot. Um, I think my fourth grade year, I had racked up almost 500 AR points, which most quizzes give you one to like five. And so I did that in a span of like a school year. And so I was on that grind. Mm -hmm. And it was like a, like a personal competition between some friends and I, but um, <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I, I might've burnt myself out because then I like stopped reading for fun. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. But um, I, I definitely prefer nonfiction. I do like, no wait, fiction, fiction, fiction. I yeah. do like stories that are like made like up worlds and things like yeah. that. I like fiction too. That's reflected in video games. Uh, I rather play like, there's no nonfiction. Well, I've never yeah. seen like a nonfiction non video game. Video game. <clears throat> Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I but guess, go on, Miguel. Like any sports game would count as nonfiction. I, I guess, but <laughs> in the same time, it's like it's not. It's not. Because <laughs> no. like you can make your own teams and stuff. It's Maybe, like these players yeah. aren't gonna be know, yeah. in the same team. Dream battles. Dream battles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the worst movie you have seen recently? I still say it's gotta be the Black Widow movie. I haven't oh seen it recently, but. <laughs> Bro, That's we watched that like a year ago, dude. It's yeah. still abysmal. <laughs> <laughs> what movies have I seen recently? 
uh, barbarian. Is that what you would say? Mm, I have to really think about this because I'll, I'm also taking into consideration the movies I watched for class. <laughs> so um, I can't remember the last. Generally, whenever I watch movies, it's because I like choose to watch them and like I want to watch them. And so because of that, I feel like I kind of leave. Like I, I've never really left a movie unhappy, if that makes sense. Even like your worst experience. I can't think of what my worst experience was, you know, like I can't remember oh where like I was genuinely disappointed with like and like upset and, and mad even like I can't imagine. I've well, watched Morbius, that's why. So I have not watched Morbius. <laughs> you watch that. <laughs> well, I watched that too. I would say most recently, probably, I don't know, Barbarian was just, it was very superficial. I think it was... I mean, it wasn't really even scary. It was just disturbing. Um, and, the, and the message that it tried to send about, you know, like rape or whatever. What the fuck? Did you watch it? No. <laughs> I thought you watched it. No. I know you, you guys watched, watched it. it. Oh. You guys watched okay. it. In like I don't know why I thought you were there. I watched VHS with you guys last night. Yeah, we watched VHS. I don't know. That was, that was, that was uh, also... Yeah, that was a trip. Uh, but it wasn't <laughs> as bad as Barbarian. You should have pulled up Mario. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. Nah, I mean you're good. Yeah. Okay. You didn't really miss out on much, but at the same time you did. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean preparing is just so like I feel like the message this is obviously a critique, you know, not taken for fact. But in my opinion, I just think that it was very superficial the way it presented its themes. Um like, you know, it's like pretty straightforward, you know, there's this evil guy. Or like you know, there's there's like no depth to it. It's just everything is kind of laid in front of you. Even when it tries to hide <laughs> something, you're like, it's obvious that it's that. Or like you know, it's like kind Marvel of movies. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Nah, I love and, movies. And, and, and horror. And, I mean, this is going more on a rant, but just like horror movies today are just very. I don't know. There's just so cliche about them. Yeah, they're just becoming so sterile. Like, it's just been so sterilized to jump scares and sort of, like... It's all cliche. Creepy, disturbing images. Yeah, creepy, disturbing images. The, the like, music is, like, the ominous, biggest part like about ominous, it. Ominous, <laughs> ominous environments. Like, okay, I get it. We're in a horror movie. Like, where's the scary stuff? So it's just, like, you know, you can't, you, you can't really feel scared because you already know what, like... I mean, it's not that you expect you already know what's going to happen. It's just that you know how it's going to be. Yes, of, like the horror viewing experience, like nothing really jumps out to you. Nothing really actually you know terrifies you because you, you've like especially you know like if you watch horror movies frequently, <coughs> which I which I don't even do that. It's just that you know you just expect you expect it. You expect some sort of development going towards the horror, um, I guess <clears throat> archetype when it comes to making these yeah. movies. It's like you know you have your protagonist. And then there's obviously something wrong. They might have like some, you know, supporting characters who get like sort of absorbed by that, you know, supernatural being, like supernatural horror, or whatever, whatever it is. And then protagonists, you know, they like come up with a clever way to like fight this whatever they're trying to fight. And then at the end, it's like you know, there's either you know the protagonist wins, or you know, either they. They end up being, you know, the 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 monster the whole time. It's like so predictable. Like it, it, it kind of just, yeah. I don't know. I feel like there should be a, a a sort of 
revolution in terms of like the yeah. horror genre, like so, reconstruction in, in the genre. Because I feel like it's just going downhill every single day. Yeah. So the same thing with comedy. Comedy? Yeah. Shit, I love comedy. But um, so what, what what was that like? What does that look like then? Like, how do you reinvent horror? You experiment. I think that experimenting is probably one of the biggest things because you know every. That's another thing too. Like people are, or at least you know, I think the reason why people don't experiment with horror or experiment with um, any sort of genre is for the budget, or like you know for for the money, you know, because you can make something yeah. very simple, very straightforward. And We're people would, and you, people Pokemon. would, you know, like people would, you know, watch it, and even and it doesn't even matter if they like it or like it not. They're still gonna watch it. They're still gonna pay whatever the subscription is or whatever the ticket is to go watch this movie. That's, you know, that is probably gonna be mediocre, and they still get, you know, they still get paid. They still get their bag. So it's like you know they have they have no incentive to actually you know go out of their boundaries and create something more experimental because they obviously has the opportunity to fail. And if it does fail, then that's on them. So it's just like, you know, we, we would much rather just be safe and just, you know, repeat, like rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, um, and not have to deal with, you know, experimenting or having to, you know, sort of go another avenue when it comes to just, you know, horror movies. And the same thing with comedy. And I guess you can argue for, like, any genre, really, because uh, I know I've noticed it in action movies as well, where it's, like, pretty... Sta- like, you, you can, like, you can subconsciously like standardized genres you know that you can subconsciously standardize genres the more <laughs> movies you watch of that genre yeah so it's like you know romantic you're, comedies you're, yeah like you're able to recognize like archetypes and i think <clears throat> and it's i'm not saying it's bad but i think that they're really overdoing it with like most movies these days and it comes yeah. to a point where it's just like it's just so predictable like it's just like why what are your thoughts on the on the like the idea that there's people pr- trying to produce a horror Winnie the Pooh movie <laughs> I think I would probably watch that I mean like exactly like that's what I'm saying like experimenting it's like you pick two ideas that are you know they don't have to be completely irrelevant but that you just want to be able to create something new and, and see how it works. Because if you don't create something new, then, you know, it's just going to be very bland. Like, you know, you, you're you going to have the same thing <laughs> over and over and over again, which is why I really like everything everywhere all at once. Because, uh, like, that movie was pretty refreshing in terms of how they approached, you know, their, um like, their sort of... I mean, because it did, like... It is an action movie in some ways. <sighs> It is an action movie in some ways, but it's not like your standard action movie. Like it's just so different. Like everyone's talking about everything everywhere all at once because it's just such a different movie. Like yeah. It's just it's another experience. Like it really detaches itself from any sort of genre and it just like puts you in this situation where you know that has never like been that you've never been put in before. Actually. I mean, obviously it has its influences from other films. Um, but, you know, it's a, it, like, I feel like that film is a good example of, like, sort of, you know, just <coughs> experimenting with genre and experimenting with, you know, what sort of narrative is and how to, you know, make something from all these different, like, things that don't necessarily have to relate to each other. 
Yeah, that was the first movie that made me cry. Actually, it's a, yeah, no, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a good ass movie. Like it's I mean, like genuine opinion. I think it's probably one of the best movies I've watched. Because it's like so far, it's like not only is it all that multiverse stuff, like hopping around, like embodying all these different personalities from alternate timelines, but it's also like a mother daughter story essentially, and it's like cultural ties talking about like the struggle because it's not like this this woe-off family it starts with like this this poor family who just runs uh, a laundromat and then the premise is well I'm not going to get too much into the premise just watch the film yeah, it's just, just watch it it's, it, it's, <laughs> it's an experience worth uh, watching I think we even, should. If you, even if you don't you know even if you're not necessarily like a movie person I yeah. think it's just it's just very cool like it's it's kind of it kind of reminds me of like like a like a theme park ride. Mm. So if, if you haven't watched it, I would definitely recommend that. Yeah, just you just don't have any expectations just walking into it if you don't know what it's about. It's like there's there's no other movie that I've seen like that resembles it. I don't even know what genre to classify as. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that's that's my that's my um, film rant for the day. Anyways. Film majors. I feel like I feel like it kind of ties back to um, all the drama that's happening with Pokemon, <laughs> the Pokemon company right now. Um, essentially, the newest uh, titles of Pokemon released November nineteenth. <laughs> um, it came out like a couple weeks ago, and um, there there's kind of been like an issue that the Pokemon community has had with Game Freak who are like the developers of the game and also the Pokemon company um, because it's um, like, like the games that they're releasing are rushed and unfinished and um, you know at first like, before I had even played the game, like, I tried to defend them. I'm like, well, you know, this and that. Um, but then I played through the game myself, and I didn't really find any, like, ex like truly crazy experiences that I've seen on, like, social media. <laughs> like, the <laughs> clips of just... Like, I feel like the people who post those clips are people who are purposefully trying to break the game to get those clips and then be like, this game is ass, you know? But, like... <laughs> <laughs> like if you're just a, like a regular kind of going through like a regular playthrough of the game it's it has like issues for sure but it's not as bad <laughs> um, and and um i like like it's it's very kind of hard for me as like uh i mean i've been playing pokemon since i was like seven so it's like i've kind of grew up with these games and like i've seen them evolve and i've had fun with every single one that i've played and so like i'm i have huge bias right like <laughs> i've i've been playing for a while but like i'm starting to kind of like understand now um because they pump these games out like every year they pump one game every single year and the the problem with that is lately um like like kind of what you were saying with like how movies follow like a like a formula that makes it very yeah. predictable pokemon was the exact same way <laughs> they they changed it up with sun and moon where it's like okay we're getting rid of gym leaders and now you have to fight these island challenges um and 
and that was like a bit of a refreshing experience and then um with generation eight um you had sword and shield and they were like okay we're gonna now make pokemon available in like the open world um where like you Mm -hmm. can run and instead of like going into the grass and running around in circles until you find like a pokemon (laughs) randomly like you can see them like out in the game like in the world and it just kind of makes it a lot more immersive and now with this generation generation nine um now they're going for the approach of like we got rid of those random encounters completely and now every pokemon you encounter is going to be in the overworld in fact we're making this game completely open world where you can explore the game how you want and like pokemon is in the past couple of years have definitely been making like huge strides towards like new ideas. And like the only issue is that they are trying to do this with such a time crunch. Like I feel like if they, cause right now their, their formula with the releases is you have one game that's like the, the base game, right. Of that generation, the next year, you pump out a spinoff the second year you or the third year, I guess you pump out or um, you pump out like DLC or something. Um, and then after the generation <laughs> has lived on for three years, another generation. And that's how it's been since like X. It's been like that, I think for like the longest time. And I, like back then, you know, they were making games on the, game boy and on the ds and so they like it wasn't as like 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 i don't know like they didn't really have much standards to meet to compared to like what ps5 and yeah, xbox games looks look like yeah. now um mm-hmm. now obviously pokemon has never been a game about the graphics it's always been about the gameplay and that's mm-hmm. probably one of the biggest things going for it because even though it looks like ass it is fun as hell to play um and and now with like the performance issues that they're having with this current game. Um, like, like now the game isn't as fun to play. And so it's, it's getting harder to kind of defend and justify Pokemon. And the thing is, is like, it's not that game freak are like terrible developers. It's just that they, they like, they have the money to do it. Um, because I mean, Pokemon is probably like the biggest company. Yeah. yeah, In like the world. Um, and, and like they they have the money they have the resources to get something like amazing done they the only resource they're not really given is time and by like the the stress to like meet the deadline and so because of that we're starting to get buggier games that like you know when you're when you're working on a game for the switch and like we've had titles like breath of the wild and like super Mm -hmm. mario odyssey that are like open world um but they do so in like a really good way that looks good and plays very well in terms of like the hard like not lagging and things like that (laughs) but for whatever reason pokemon is just like buggy as hell um you have like visual glitches and it's just like sometimes like i have experienced some things um where like I, i i take down a pokemon and like i see the hp bar go like all the way down and then on the next turn, it's like halfway through again. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> and it's just like, that's, that's bullshit. <laughs> like, you know, the yeah. game's lying to me, basically. <laughs> and, 
And it makes it very frustrating when it's like, I think I got this. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh shit, I, I guess I don't. Um, <laughs> and, and so it's like, the thing is, is that I don't think Game Freak has the luxury of asking for an extension. Yeah, because they're on a big. It's probably like a big contractor. I don't know. Like, yeah. like, and then people have been pushing where, you know, other developers, like I think um, Ilka is they developed Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, mm-hmm. um, which were remakes of the fourth generation games that came out on the DS, Diamond and Pearl. Um, and what they released, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, like, I don't think it's Game Freak's fault necessarily, but I do think they kind of have some to blame for like, you know, like, like I've learned in software engineering that to make high quality applications, mm-hmm. you need a lot of testing and like testing is like one of the biggest processes or like the biggest part of the process. Yeah. Um, and, and I just feel like a lot of these issues can be fixed if they just had time to test. <laughs> um, yeah. and then there's also the thing with like leaks, leaks got out like a month before the game was even out. And, and then that also kind of hurts like the element of surprise for some things. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the marketing of, of the game. Um, and so that I feel like because of that, like it also pushes them to like, we got to beat the leaks, you know, we got to yeah. publish the game as fast as we can. And then what you end up getting is just like a, a half-assed game that at, I will say this Pokemon game, Scarlet and Violet, I played Violet, um, which the premise of these games is that Pokemon Scarlet, you have like the theme is the past and in Violet, the theme is the future. Yeah. Um, and there's like version differences in the story and, and, and like the Pokemon you can find based off of that. Um, and, and, uh, I got Violet cause the legendary looks way more badass. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah. And I gotta say like, this was probably the best story in Pokemon. It, like, and, uh Oh, I mean, like, it's not really a hot take, but I mean, like, it's, it's like, I, I play the game and like the, the end, like the last hour of gameplay before you like see the credits and stuff were amazing. It was like, holy shit. Like this looks like where they put all their efforts in and it showed. Um, and it was like, like, I think like, it wasn't necessarily like, holy shit, like mind blowing. But at the same time I was all like. Like I was smiling the whole time I was playing the game and like that is what I look for. And like, I was genuinely having fun and like, you know, a lot of people kind of shit on the Pokemon cutscenes because, Oh, they take too long. Oh, they don't have voice acting, um, which I think they <laughs> could benefit from voice acting. But then you got to think like you got to hire voice languages. actors for yeah. every language, which I mean, <laughs> you can't do with the money you have, but like, um, I want to rush it. Right. And so there's just so many like different factors that kind of play into it. But ultimately what like even brought me to this conversation is like how you were talking about reinventing a genre. And I feel like Pokemon in itself is a genre. Like they kind of invented their own version of RPGs with like the catch them all system um, that a lot of people have tried 
and like have failed to replicate. Um, and that's what also kind of sucks is that you like when you want like a really good Pokemon experience, like there aren't many <laughs> like yeah. alternatives to play. Um, and another thing is like the community has made ROM hacks, which oh, yeah. <laughs> sound like bad, but they're not. They're basically community created games based on the originals um, where like, you know, talented communities like create their, they flesh out their own stories and they flesh out their own sometimes they made fan-made pokemon like designs and stuff and we call those fakey mons um that sounds sound like such a nerd right now um, well, we're all nerds in here. yeah but i mean like anyway like like and and they you know they increase the difficulty because at the end of the day pokemon is a game for kids um <laughs> and, and like I don't know, like I just think, like like I Pokemon is at the stage right now where they're trying to reinvent their formula and they're trying to reinvent it in like a very positive direction, I'd say. But their issue is like the thing that's prohibiting them from really like being real well like received. Time. Like I think IGN gave them a six out of ten on like well, a, that's IGN. Never trust IGN. I uh, will never trust them. <laughs> but but like but like I'm just saying that like like they they also rated Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire seven out of ten because the game had too much water. <laughs> oh yeah, that's its own story. <laughs> but like that's one of my favorite games on the 3DS. Oh, um, and and so water. anyway, but like six out of ten, their reasoning was because of all the performance issues and stuff, which I think is valid in the sense that like. If you're paying $60 for like a brand new game and for it to be as buggy and as like laggy as it was, like I think Metroid Prime 4 is a game that Nintendo fans or Metroid fans have been waiting <laughs> on for years Forever. and yeah. it keeps getting extended because like they want to make it as perfect of a game as possible. Yeah. And mm -hmm. like Pokemon doesn't have that luxury, I don't think. Um, but if they did, I feel like they could have really fleshed out this game. And then of course you also have to keep in mind that they're also making the games with the purpose of adding DLC to it. And so they're not going to give you an unfinished game or they're going they're gonna, to give yeah. you an unfinished game so that you can buy the, and then you spend like another $30 and like, it's just not worth it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's kind of one of the reasons why I stopped like playing video games. It's just really expensive <laughs> yeah it gets expensive and it's just not the same anymore. talking to I mean, you 2k like, bro oh my god yeah <laughs> um, what? no go on no mario hasn't mario talked in a while yeah i was gonna say like i don't like franchises like god of war for instance like they re it used to be uh like a i don't even know what the right right term is it's just like a beat-em-up game it's like mm. you just like you just have it's like, like the Ninja Turtle one. Yeah, yeah hordes <laughs> of enemies, and then you just like slash, slash your way through, and then like they reinvented it like with Norse mytho mythology, and they just changed like the overall mechanics of like how to get, how to like play God of War, and changed the character of Kratos. It's like stuff like that, like reinventing. That really piques people interest like while well, it has like og fans on the fence at first like once they have a playthrough of their own like they could see the beauty that the new way of like 
fighting and like the new changes to storytelling can really impacts their their views on on like franchises like God of War. But like you were talking about like every every three years they turn out a new mechanism. Like I mean new game with it with its own mechanisms. I feel like games that like try to like release yearly, for example, like Call of Duty with new gimmicks and stuff like that. That games that are like basically unfinished where you would have to buy like loot boxes or like DLC to like get a more whole game is just like BS because it's like people are like drowning in all these new gimmicks. It's like it takes time to adjust. It takes time to like get used to like the changes. But people really don't have that luxury because it's like, oh, well, this game will be like outdated by the time the new game releases the following year. It's like innovation. That's something that's something that should be delivered like over the course of many years. Like I wouldn't want like my Spider-Man game that I got in 2018 to be like the same type of game I'm playing when it release when the sequel comes out 2023. I want it to have like new mechanics that doesn't feel rushed and it has that longevity to it that I could keep like enjoying it without having to worry about me spending another 60 plus dollars on a third game for instance it's like new gimmicks yes but don't just churn out these new gimmicks while also like leaving fans unsatisfied because like Michael was saying like there's all these bugs and stuff like that it's just BS like give the fans what they want like if like real real fans they would wait so many years just to get a perfect experience. Like that's just what differentiates like true fans from like the impatient ones. And they they want to see that their franchise is being taken care of. It's in the right hands. So yeah, that's my yeah. take. I mean, I don't even think it's the fans. I think it's just the money. The money. Yes, the money. everything is about money. Like when it comes to making a <laughs> you good, bro. <laughs> When it comes to making a video game, you know, now it's just money. I mean, because, like, like, trust me, yeah, these new games are all fancy and all, but I'll just stick to my Fallout New Vegas and um, Minecraft. And like, but wait, wait, wait. I don't know, like, um, what else? But look, like, there's successful franchises like GTA Five, for instance. Yeah, like, but, like, that was released in, what, 20... <clears throat> A long ass time ago, 2010s, early 2010s. They aren't making GTA 6, right? I don't know. <laughs> they, they, they are. It's gonna release like eventually. I don't know. Like, like the well, next, like, the next, the next two days. Like, I mean, next two years. Like I can't think of a single game that has been released in the past four years that has been actually like memorable. Like I think the most memorable games for me. Uh, did you play Hades? <coughs> Hades. 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 No. That game was. Fun as fuck. Like, it's just. This is one of those roguelike games where it's like you go through a bunch of, like, dungeons and stuff, you fight all the enemies, move on to the next room. If you die, you start all over. Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah. But no, it's just, you know, like, I think. They, yeah, like, games are just not made how they were used to. They, they were back then, I feel like. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons. Well, yeah, that's one of the reasons why I just stopped playing any video games whatsoever. I mean, now you. 
I would occasionally play like Smash Bros or whatever, like any other like you know game on a Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, it's just like you know, I. It's just not. Yeah, it's just not really. I don't know. It's just like if I had to play any video game, I would probably like play anything that I was playing like during twenty fourteen or fifteen or sixteen. You know, back in middle school Mm. or high school, like I wouldn't want to jump into a new game that was released like a couple months ago. I feel like because then you know you would have to actually buy the game, you would have to buy DLCs or whatever it comes with it. Um, and it's going for triple A titles. Um, yeah, it's just like, you know, why, why would I do that when I can just go to like old reliable or like I have hella fun. Yeah. Um, like forever. Like I can, I can never get tired of like Fallout New Vegas, especially with like mods and stuff. Yeah. Like even with that, like there are mods for games that have existed. You know what I mean? Are so they I mean, like, are they like released by the community or really? Yeah, there's, community, there's community mods. Not by like the developers, the developers themselves, yeah, developers and that's what ROM hacks are for Pokemon. Yeah, like essentially, <laughs> like it's just mod. Like you can never get tired of it because there's just so much. Like even from the community, like there's just so many mods you can just like play around with. And, like, yeah. you, like you, like it's crazy because they also make like their own like, uh, camp like gameplay in terms of like, um, like the story. Mm, yeah, like there the, there's communities that are like working on like full fledged. Um, <laughs> you know, like, storylines with, like, voice actors and characters and, like, models mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And it's just coming from a community. Like, this is not coming from a developer. So it's just, like, it's even that much more crazier when it comes to, you know, modding old games. So it's just, like, why would I buy a new game when I could just, you know, get a mod for an old game and, like, play that, which would be probably, you know, two times or, like, even more times as fun as a recent triple a title but yeah yeah i feel like i feel like the games i prefer like the older games and like what you're talking about with the mods it makes me want a pc even more more and more Mm -hmm. because um sony for for instance like while they have kept their games exclusive like their exclusive titles they just kept it to themselves on their own playstation devices they have started moving their games to pc like spider-man and like they imported all these models from like Fortnite and stuff like that and like they even created their own models for costumes and like the fighting and stuff like that i remember seeing a flash mod for a spider-man game where where the character just moves super fast and shit like that while also like being still being able to web swing and like they make their own animations and stuff like that it's pretty nostalgic especially when they start adding like callbacks, like the community adds callbacks to like popular movies, like the original Spider-Man trilogy. It's like wow, like getting a PC is is optimal nowadays, which is what I intend to do in the future once I get my money up. Yeah, <laughs> I just pulled up the the Game Awards 2022 like nominees for like Game of the Year and stuff, um, and. For game of the year, like in absolute best experience across everything, um, I've only heard of two, three, four of these games. Um, I've never heard of a Plague Tale Requiem. Mm. Um, 
uh, Elden Ring, I, I know, was like really praised for. I think it's another open world game done well, Dark Souls style. Yeah. Um, that's just like has high replay value, and that's that's the thing that I think what you were trying to get at is like having replayability is the best. Like burn through it and be like, okay, I'm done. But I think some games also are like, like if they're built. And like, if you get what you pay for, like, um, like, like indie games are more so like that. Where exactly. it's like yeah, you, like you would pay 15 bucks for, <laughs> for something like that, but you would pay 60 fucking bucks for something like that. <laughs> yeah. You want 60 bucks, like, for a game, you, you know, you expect that you're going to play it for a while, right? right. You're not going to get tired of it. Obviously, you want to play it, like, in one sitting. Like, you know, it's just something that you, like, play for a while, and you're like, okay, I'm done. And then you come back to it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but the, 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 then, like, another thing, too, with that is, like, the culture of, like, spoilers and things like that. It's yeah. just, like, it's so bad, bro. Because then, then it forces you to be, like, I don't want to get spoiled by anything, so I'm going to finish through it in one sitting. Yeah. And then it's just, like, it might even kill the experience because you don't have time to process yeah. and, like, absorb the entire game for what it is. Yeah. Like, you know, that, that was the whole point of, like, Half-Life 2. Um, and, like, you know, the... Uh, I forgot what it's called. I think it's called like, Source Mod or whatever. But like the the game engine that that runs Half Life Two, like they they essentially turned it into a sandbox with Gmod. Mm. I don't know if you heard of Gmod. Yeah. But, like, fuck Gmod. You know, like, no, I love it. Like Gmod is just so fun. Like you fuck around with your friends on Gmod. Like that shit never gets tired. I only and heard also of they that. Have, and also have like um um. Like, they also have their own... Like, you can make games within Gmod. So, it's like, you know... It's kind of like... I guess that goes on par with, like, Roblox. and Roblox. Sort of like, yeah. Or like, the way that people make Battlefield, you know, like, type games on Roblox or whatever. It's just, just like, you know... Having that, you know, you can never get tired of that. Like, why would you play... Why would you pay 60 bucks for a Battlefield <laughs> game when you can just literally play it on Roblox? Oh god. <laughs> Roblox for life. Yeah. It's like um <coughs> Yeah. It's a whole like So then pit. like what makes a great game definitely the replayability. Yeah. I think it, it depends on like what it's for. Like mm. if it's a game that's telling a story it's kind of like you wouldn't watch a movie. I mean, on some okay, some people would watch a movie like a lot times Every through. Year. <laughs> um but like like some some movies or I mean some video games like are kind of meant to be like one and done games. Um but mo- I feel like most AAA games aren't. <laughs> um they're they're kind of like, you know, not only are you going to get this, but then oh, here's a new update that'll add this and then oh, guess what? We have DLC. Um, kind of thing and then um, I don't know but like a lot of the games I play are like Mario Kart and Smash Brothers and those are games that like you can play over and over and over again and every single match every single race will be different and that's what makes it fun And, and then you add like the DLC of new characters you add the DLC of new tracks to play and then you just kind of add to the fun. Um, and that's where, like, I will be happy to drop $30 for new characters in Smash Bros. Or, yeah. like, you know, 25 for new tracks. Well, I mean, that one came with the Nintendo Switch Online expansion pass, which I have. But, um, like, 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 that, I feel like is, you know, no question must have. I feel like if you want, like, 
like the game itself is already a full experience, but to have like an even more fuller experience um, is awesome. And then there's also games like Mario Strikers Battle League, which <laughs> had some very yeah. disappointing like fans, me, me included, not going to lie. Um, when they released the game, there's only like 10 playable characters and they said they were going to release new updates as they go. Um, <coughs> with that would add new characters, add new pitches, and you know, add more gear and whatever gimmick is in that game. But like growing up, I played Mario Strikers on the Wii, and I also played it on the GameCube back back in the day. But like on the Wii, it had like its own campaign mode. It had like um, it, I don't know, like it was just like I remember playing through the campaign as a kid and losing because it was so freaking hard. Uh, <laughs> or maybe I was just a noob, but like. <laughs> Like, like it was genuine like like I mean I really love a challenge when like I'm challenging games mm-hmm. um, because then it like you play it over and over again and you get better um, and like Mario Strikers Battle League was more of like a like an online oriented game where you're expected to play in like tournaments online rather than just like the local experience of playing with yeah. your friends on the couch which I kind of grew up doing with Nintendo games especially um, and then I had like those single player adventures with like Pokemon and things like that. Um, but, but like when a game, like what makes a good game, a good game, I think is when it really tailors to its purpose and like when the purpose is like clear, you know, like, yeah, like, like if you can, you know, like this is a one and done game or this is a game that you can play again and again and again, mm-hmm. like when you can do that right and tailor the game to it right while also bringing like a fresh experience. I think that's what makes like a very broad, (laughs) like that's what makes a good game, a good game. Yeah. I agree with that. I think that, yeah. No cap. We'll see how, (laughs) what the future holds in terms of that because it doesn't look that bright, to be honest. (laughs) I'm excited for the Breath of the Wild too. Tears of the Kingdom. That one, it got it got delayed. It was supposed to come out the end of this year, I think. And then <laughs> they moved it on to spring of next year. Which, absolutely okay with. Well, yeah, I'm okay I'm with that Absolutely too. okay yeah, with. Yeah, like, it's better to have something delayed than have it rushed. As long as it, like, comes out good, you know? Yeah. Like, like if you're going to delay it and then put out a shitty game anyway, <laughs> it's like, come on. But I don't, I can't think of, like, an example... I can't think of an example where like that's happened, where a game got delayed and then it turned Cyberpunk. it out. C- Cyberpunk? Yeah. I thought that game was rushed as hell, and that's well, why it was. Well, it was like it was brought up some sometime in 2015, and then uh, it took like a while to actually get it started, and then you know, eventually it got released. I guess I guess it was the pressure, for because of the fact that they weren't really working on it, that made them rush the project. I think. Yeah. From what I remember. But I think that game is like buggy and like that's part of what makes it fun for some people. Like I think that's, cause that's the, true. I that mean, was yeah. like part of the fun, right? When like, you know, it's just like what the hell is going on kind of thing. Um, I don't know. But then obviously there, there's lines to that. It's more complex. Uh, other other game of the year nominations were God of War, Ragnarok. Fuck that, yeah. Um, Mario was talking about Horizon Forbidden West I've never heard of. Um, Stray is the freaking game with about cat. the cat. Oh, I've heard of that. <laughs> yeah. um, I saw I saw like a stream of it one time, um, and 
you you're quite literally just a cat, a cat going through like a, a city, and there there's a story to it though. It's not just like cat simulator. There's like a story to it. Which Goat simulator. Goat simulator. I never nukes. played that game. Play that game. <laughs> it's a good game. Yeah. Um, and then Xenoblade Chronicles Three, which is interesting to see a Nintendo game be nominated th- game of the year. Xenoblade. I never played a Xenoblade. I've never yeah. played a Xenoblade, but apparently they're like really good, and they do like. I think only Xenoblade I think character they do take their time. Only character I know is Shulk. Shogia. Who? Shulk. Oh yeah. Smash. Game. Jump. Shield. Year by year. Basta. <laughs> Just interested. Who's won Game of the Years? <clears throat> oh yeah. By the way, support Wikipedia. Yeah. It's a goaded website. Yeah, it's gonna help me. I say as I (laughs) click X on no. (laughs) Well, I mean, for those who can afford to donate, check game of the what? British? Hello? No, give me the U.S. (laughs) Um, where is it? The Game Awards. The Game Awards. Is that what I'm looking for? Yeah. The Witcher, Overwatch. Well, all right, so in 2014, I guess, is when it started. Wow, it takes two, one game of the year? Huh. I heard it was good, but I didn't know it was game of the year good. Um, the, only, mean, the only game of the year I know is the one that was in 2017, because this is, goddamn one of the best Nintendo games as like ever released. Yeah. Oh, um, and so there's a lot of hype for the sequel, because it's like the first game that's was, another thing too, was great. People like they really like hype up, hype up games and that that raises the expectations. More pressure on a game is just like why? Why would you want to do that? Yeah, but I mean, Breath of the Wild. Like the thing with that game is it was so massive that like people are still finding things that were like in the game that no one else had like found before. Mm. Like just little like hidden rooms or hidden like messages and things like that. Um, and then of course, like people can like exploit the game and like have fun with it too, with mods and things like that. Um, but, (coughs) but breath of the wild, I still haven't finished the game (laughs) and I've had it for like three years now, two years. Um, and then overwatch won it in 2016, God of war won it in 2018, Sekiro shadows die twice, 2019, the last of us part two was 2020's game of the year. It takes two is 2021 and for 2022 we making predictions i feel like elden ring is gonna take it elden ring? Yeah. actually i don't know because game of god of war came out of nowhere and was like god of war is gonna win this one god, god of war kind of <coughs> came out of nowhere and was like i'm the best game bitch <laughs> i've yeah. never i've never played a god of war game i don't know what time does this episode end <laughs> uh I mean, we, oh, we've been going for two hours. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I, I kind of got to do stuff, you know? Fair enough. All right. Well, then, <clears throat> um, then I was about to get into, like, the whole exclusives, console exclusives, bro. This next episode, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. On um, the next episode. On the next episode. So, like I said, next episode is going to be the finale. Mario, thank you so much for joining <laughs> us. Thank you. Um, do you have anything you want to plug, anything you want to say? Any shout outs? You can, you, you have the floor. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Miguel, do you have your weekly shout out? 
<sighs> Y'all do that? Shout out to, um... <coughs> shout out to all the nuclear engineers out there. <laughs> um, oh, shit. Who are working on nuclear reactors that power our cities and our towns and our homes. There you go. <laughs> um, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, this has been On My Mind. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.